Welcome to the Gem Revealed podcast, where together we discover your soulmate. This is a weekly series of powerful conversations with expert speakers, thought leaders, and relationship coaches talking through the victories and villains that weave their way into our most significant relationships. Please join me, Janine Moniz, founder of Gem Revealed Matchmaking, to learn the raw truth regarding the pitfalls and plateaus of dating in today's society. We will have open and transparent conversations surrounding the staggering facts that one out of every two marriages fail. Let's stop this insanity and learn how to date smarter. Learn how a healthy relationship starts with you. What do you need to do differently to build the right foundation for your relationship? Hello, Gem Revealed listeners. I am so excited for one more week of our weekly podcast, Self Mastery to Soulmate. And I am probably more thrilled than ever with the guests that I have this week because my commitment is always to bring something so incredibly valuable to your life and to your relationships. And this week, I think I hit the the ceiling. I have a friend with me who um, I can't wait to introduce. I'm going to give her a shout out now, introduce her, but then I want to brag on her a little bit. So her name is Lola, Lola Apricio. Lola, did I even say that right? Give me, give me. Perfect. I Lola did. Aparicio. Yes, uh, Aparicio. I'm going to be able to say with that kind of, that accent. <laughs> so gorgeous, so gorgeous. But I want to share how I know Lola. Lola has been, I guess we're going back almost five years, six years. How many years? Yes. I think, I think at least five. Yes least five and we know each other from the world of Tony Robbins which no secret I am an incredible raving fan of Tony Robbins and the company that I worked in for many many years I just also believed in that kind of um, philosophy we'll say methodologies and Lola has earned the badge the title of the number one salesperson within that organization so imagine the amount of aptitude this woman has for life, for love, for technique, for sales, for method. I am bringing the top to the top to the top to the table today. So I am so excited. I'm fired up. I am ready to bring on the greatest, greatest guest I may have had so far. Lola, I love you. We were just getting to chat before we dove into this conversation been a couple of years before we've had a one any, any one-on-one conversation, but it was mm. so great to catch up. Why don't you say hello to that to our listeners? Oh my God. Thank you so much. What an introduction. What an introduction. It's just like, wow, you made me blush. Um, it's an honor for me to be here with you. I really, really appreciate it. I have seen your um Oh, oh, you know, all these interviews that you've announced. So for me, again, this is an honor. It's a pleasure to be here with you and your listeners. And, and oh my God, what's such an amazing words for me, like, like you just said, we known each other for probably five years or more, and you're an amazing soul. You are an amazing person. Um, everything about you is amazing. You inspire me so much. So thank you. Thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure to be here. And if there's anything that I can share with your audience that it can help them or inspire, um, 
please, um, I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. Well, that makes me feel great. So again, I love looking back at, you know, the past and the journey that we've shared, because the one thing that I loved is, you know, here, here you were uh, as person, pretty much the salesperson who would basically give us tickets to enter into the Tony Robbins world. But somehow or another, somehow or another, uh -huh. that was never what you really did. What you did was you gave me peace of mind. You gave me joy. You gave me friendship. You called me. You made sure I was a VIP. You made sure I, it was not even negotiations. It was, it was almost as I was paying. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see you. It was never a problem to pay for something because what I was getting in return was that much greater. And mm -hmm. that is a gift. So, you know, for all the times we've worked together over the years and been a part of each other's life and the friendship we've created, I'm just so grateful for you. And I'm glad oh, that you're Thank here. you. Thank you. You know, it's, it's funny because sometimes people think that when you're in sales, it's just a transaction. And it's not. I mean, I always say that life is a transaction. Life is a sale. You sell yourself for anything. Um, for me, when I'm, you know, people calling me, like, I, I don't even remember when was the last time we talked. It's just, I'm not selling a ticket. I'm just taking care of you. I'm the person that is going to guide you, is going to support you. Like you said, like, okay, I'm going to hold your hand and I'm going to take you to the event. Um, I explain sometimes to people that my position is not just a sell. I'm just supporting, okay, what do you want to do in your life and what do you need in your life? Because sometimes what people want is completely different than what they really need. And sometimes it takes a conversation to figure that out, okay, where are you going and where are you going to be, right? How, how we get you to get to your goal, to get to your dream. And for me, I love that about my job. I love that I had to connect. I'm, I'm, I love that I'm a piece in the puzzle, helping you to get there. And for you, I remember, you know, these conversations, it was just not you. It was just all this army of people that they were going with you. So trying to be sure that everybody was okay, everybody was happy, you know, people think that it's just, you get a ticket to the movies and you go to the movies, but going to Tony Robbins event is way more than that. Like I said, it's a dream. It's just goal. People coming with anxiety, with uncertainty, with hope. Um, so I love that I get to communicate, that I get to be part of um, people's life. I, I love, I love that. I love about you know connection. It's just the connection with people. Well, what I can tell you, I remember is yes, being in charge of, you know, perhaps maybe fifty people showing up and having a world class experience. And right in the very beginning, when you gave me your cell number, I'm like, this is a world class woman right here. She has no clue who she's given her cell number to. <laughs> Because I'll use it if I need it. And that was a great moment, a great interaction, not a transaction. It showed me who you were. And here we are years later. Uh, I still wouldn't even think of Tony Robbins without thinking of you. And if I ever even think about going to an event, you are the person that comes to my mind. So I'm just so grateful for you. But today, what you know, with what I'm hoping, maybe the conversation can go. Uh, behind the scenes of the number one salesperson in that organization, you know, we know that that means um, you know all the techniques, you know the methodology, but it's been a long road and that's not where you started out. You know, mm -hmm. I know this beautiful woman and the friend that I have in front of me, but there's a journey there. There was a journey and uh, with, with Gemma Veald, our mission is to change the world one relationship at a time because we know that every marriage, one out of every two marriages really falls apart in, mm -hmm. in a divorce. And that's chaos. That's, that's just chaos for our, our community, for our children, for finances. It, it just, 
it's chaotic. So how do we stop that? And here, what I want to do is always show the journey of somebody like yourself, who is, you know, we get to look at as this beautiful woman, number one in a company, single, taking care of her, her beautiful daughter, who I just saw who looks like a supermodel, but um, it was always like that. So why don't you just, can you give a snapshot of uh, who that was um, years and years ago, who walked down the aisle, never thinking she'd end up in a divorce, mm-hmm. and what that journey looked like to, to today. Give us some just quick snapshots, and maybe some of the toll gates that happened along yes. the way that really got you to here you are today. Well, one one of the things that I can give credit to, you know, my journey is just getting to know who I really am. Which we were just talking about this before. Like, you know, I still get to know who I am. I still get to understand why I do the things that I do. Um, I was just, my story could pretty much go back um, 10 years ago, right? I was with my daughter, um, no, probably more time. You know, I, I got separated when she was six months. Right? So here I am with a six months old baby, not knowing what to do, right? And it was just inside of me, I always have the fire. Like I always wanted to have more. So I never had a problem to do whatever it takes, whatever it takes to just keep going. Um, I don't see things like, okay, I'm just going to quit. I'm not a quitter. So for me, it's like, I'm always going to keep going. Even if I make another mistake, I always know that I had to keep going. There's not an option. You know, when people ask me like, why you didn't go back to Argentina, which that's where I originally am from. I'm like, no, because for me, it's like, why? I knew I wanted to be in this country. I knew that I chose this country to live. Why I wasn't going to go back to my country. So I'm the fantasy sometimes is like, well, you're going to go back to your country. You have people helping you, which is true. I do have my family there, but my family also had their life, right? So I knew that regardless of where I was, I, you're always in your own. You're always a sole person. You need to have your own journey, regardless of how many friends or family you have there to support you. So um, for me, I knew at that moment that my baby was the most important thing and I need to keep going. So I did whatever you can imagine. I cleaned houses, you know, I was selling. I remember at some point, one of my friends gave me $100. And I said, what am I going to do with this $100? You know, it was $100 to buy food because I was so broken that I didn't even have money for food. But what I did instead, I went to, I used to live in, in Jersey City, New Jersey at that moment. And I went to Manhattan. There is an area in Manhattan where all the hotels uh, are there, you know, for like the fashion district, I think it's called. So I went into all these um, wholesale stores and I got uh, jewelry. I got like rings, um, I got earrings. I got like, I spent a hundred dollars in a bunch of jewelry. So what I did is I went to, I started going to every single uh, nail salon, you know, all this spa. I was, I remember I was freezing. It was super cold in the winter time with a stroller with my daughter. And I will go to every single like nail salon, which thank God there is gazillions in Manhattan or in New Jersey, you know, Hoboken, Jersey City, there is millions of those places. And I will go and I will offer, I will just go and the people that they were having the nails done, I will offer the jewelry. And that hundred dollars got transformed into like 300. And then the 300 were transforming more. Still, I was cleaning houses. I was like, wow. you know, uh, waitress, whatever. I have, I did whatever it take, right? Until I landed in an office. I was working in an office 
one um, one of my coworkers. He Be said. Before, before you go there, right? I just uh -huh. want to lose a moment, yes. and I, I don't want to stop you because you're on a roll. But I just want to just share a moment and highlight it. It's that that money was so so um, needed. It was so um, important at that time. Mm -hmm. But yet you chose to make sure. How do I make this money turn into a bigger pot of gold? So yes. Your mind was always solutioning and it wasn't victim mode. It was, how do I solution? How do I get, Absolutely. how do I identify what I want and move towards it? And I would ask everybody that is a light bulb mm -hmm. moment that instead of being a victim, here you are divorced, six yeah. baby cleaning houses. There's a lot of reason to now feel like a victim, but instead you took that entrepreneurial mindset and said, how am I going to take this money and make it work for me? That's Absolutely. There is the beginning. Yes. Incredible. That that's why you're sitting in the seat you yes. are. Yes. That's that's exactly the beginning. Because you know, for me, it's like never look back. Never look back. Whatever is past is past. I can change my past, but I can change the future and the future of my baby. And you know, for me, it's like how many times I'm gonna have a friend that is gonna give me a hundred dollars. She can give me a hundred dollars today, maybe tomorrow, but I can't be asking for a hundred dollars all the time. So I knew that I want I needed to do something. And despite all the odds, I have people calling me like irresponsible because the only $100 for food, I spend it in jewelry, which is like, really? And also, you know, going out in the winter, you know how it is the winter, you know, like these freezing temperatures with a baby. I remember once getting into this hair salon and the woman at the front desk, she called me, I mean, I don't even know what else she told me, but basically she was calling me irresponsible because of my baby and it was so cold. But I knew that if I didn't do that, I was not going to eat and I was not going to have enough money to buy diapers. So for me, even, even with the call, I didn't have a babysitter. I didn't have money to pay for anybody. I didn't have family here. I needed to do. So I did what I needed to do. Um, I did not, I just turned off, you know, my ears and I did not listen to all the nonsense because in your journey, you're going to have a lot of people like talking nonsense. You know, nobody knows what are you going through unless you're going through the same experience and you can have the same experience as me but it's not the same you're gonna feel and i leave it different i want to point out two things you just said that are critical as well you blocked out the noise you blocked out the naysayers you blocked out the chaos from yes. the circumstances yes you listen to your why and your why was at that point i gotta feed my child yeah right i gotta so feed my child is to really know your why and to block out the naysayers. Yes. And please, I'm just trying to make sure I get- I know, I know. Big, big blurbs that you're saying because they're so important. Okay, so now here we are, you're in an office. How, where, where's the office? What's, what are you doing? So I, I was working in Manhattan and, I, and I, was, I was a secretary. I started working as a secretary, right? So I'm working there and one of my colleagues says one day to me, he was all into this, you know, um, personal growth. So he was doing, you know, like some uh, Louis Hay. I don't know if you know Louis Hay. You know, she is, I mean, she was amazing into the personal development. Mm -hmm. You know, he was doing some retreat for inner peace. He, he was too advanced for me. And he was always talking about something, right? So he lent me a Louis Hay book, which is You Can Heal Your Life. And honestly, I was just like, huh, who, what is this, you know? And then he talked to me about The Secret, the movie The Secret, you know? So I also watched The Secret and I knew that it has to be something else. But in back of my mind, 
it was always like, eh, you know, like you're watching the movie or you're reading a book and you are, you know that there is something else, but you know, the other noise is like, it's not for me. That's not going to happen. You know, like, oh, it's too good to be true. So, but still, you know, I keep reading and I keep, you know, I remember I started doing my visualization board. So I started getting more and more into this. And I knew like, this cannot be what God wants, wants for me in my life. You know, I know that I was not born just to do this, just to survive. God wants me to have a good life, to be happy, you know, and for me, it's like, this is not being happy. This is just surviving, you know, the years are passing. I want to have something more. So I want to point out, so we're at a transition point, but I want to point out a couple things because I don't want anyone to miss it because it's so good. It's just so good. One, you said in the beginning, you know, there was always this fire inside of me and you just, uh -huh. again, I know this can't be it, right? So it's not that it's this unhealthy discontent. It was no. a fire inside of you that I want more. I yes. know that God put something inside of me and is birthing something and I want to go after it. So yes. that's really important. It's like, you've got to want to go after it. I think that that is. Yeah. I, and you know, and you know what? Also, like, like you just said, like, I have all the excuses to complain. I had all the excuses to be miserable and just cry and, you know, let life happen for me. But I was just like, no, I'm, there is something that I never had any problem with doing whatever it takes, whatever it takes. And I do that. I, I talk to my clients sometimes and they're like, oh, but I can't do this. Oh, well, I can't do that. And, and I said, listen, I have no problem even sharing the story. Like people will be embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. You know, I, yeah, I used to clean toilets from another people, you know, but it's like, whatever it takes. So that's but, something that. That whatever it takes, uh -huh. again, the little nuances, I don't want to miss the nuances that drive inside of you. But what you also said, I don't want anybody to bypass it. It's the amount of the layering and the consistency, uh -huh. of the little things. You were listening to tapes. You were listening to books. I just heard you say, I created a vision board. These are all the things that you know, top motivational speakers, influencers, thought leaders are all sharing, but people miss out on these little building blocks and the layering of the consistency and creating the habits. Mm -hmm. so you had the drive. You did the hard work. You went after it. You did the cleaning of the toilets while you're listening to the tapes, reading the books, creating the yes board and going after it so I just I don't want to miss the muscle behind Absolute. all because there's a yeah, lot and, and thank you thank you for pointing that out because sometimes we take for granted the things that we do like for me you know especially at the beginning people will be like oh my god you did that and I'm like I didn't see other option for me it's like you need to keep going you need you to were surviving going. I was yeah but I also noticed that sometimes for me what it was um I don't want to say easy because it was not easy, believe me, but for me, there was no other option. It's like, I need to keep going. Sometimes people don't think like that. People, they don't want to clean a toilet for somebody else. People don't want to go and, you know, being a waiter for a table for like pennies. Um, but when your goal is bigger than your pain, you know, for me, my pain is like, I'm not going to live like this always. Can you say I that again? <laughs> your goal is bigger than your pain. Got it. So... <laughs> The pain can be brutal at some moment, but your goal needs to be bigger than your pain. And you know that this is temporary. I knew, I knew this shall pass. I knew this is, is not going to be like that, but I didn't let it be just a dream, you know, oh, someday, no, I would. And I, and I knew I was going to get rewarded for what I was doing. I knew it was temporary. I knew 
things were going to open up. But there's no magic, you know, like Tony doesn't go home with you. Uh, Louis Hay, any of these inspirational speakers, they don't go home with you. They give you the tools. If you don't read it, it's just you become an eternal student. You know, you just need to apply this. So for me, it was more like, you know, without knowing and then knowing, I start applying the thing, like, like you said, like the visualization board. I was just doing it because it was just, okay, you know, let's dream a bit, you know, let's, be, let's make some fun of what do I want? If I can have just, you know, the universe, God, you know, whatever you live, like giving the opportunity to me, this is what I want to do. And then I start planning, okay, how am I going to get to this goal, right? Um, so, you know, a few years passed, and I remember I bumped into this uh, neighbor that she was like glowing. And I don't want to go deep because I know we don't have much time. We, I can be talking for hours. But she mentioned to me, I say, you know, something was different in her. And I say, what happened? You know, and she told me that she went to a Tony Robbins event. For me at that moment, first of all, I have no idea who was Tony. I'm like, Tony who? You know, I had no idea who he was, you know, and when she told me about it, I was just like, oh, I, I can't afford that. I can't. It was just impossible. It was impossible for me, um, literally. I remember like, no, 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 no. So she's like, if you can't, then you must. She said that to me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, hey, like that. Can that one again too? Can we make that a bumper sticker? Can you say yes. <laughs> if you can't, then you must. Which is true. When you can't, you need to make it a must. You need to work I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not going to say it's overnight. But when people talk about massive action, it's not like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to be super skinny. Tomorrow I'm going to be a millionaire. The massive action is your mindset. You need to change your mind overnight within a second, within an hour. You know, um, you know there is a lot of like motivational speakers. So they talk about what is the massive action? When your house is on fire, you don't even think about it. If, if your loved one is inside the house, you're going to run inside the house. Hopefully, no, the, the fire department will be there. But it's like you don't think about it. So if you, and that is the painful moment when you take massive action. So you need to decide right away. And then you work towards your goal. So once you decide what you want, I believe, I truly believe, especially right now after all this year, like things will fall into place. So going back to that story, I remember two days after that, I was talking to, um, I was talking to one, of my, one of my good, very good friends that he was my boss in, in that company. And we were on the phone and I say, hey, do you know, you know who's Tony Robbins? And he's like, oh, of course, I know Tony Robbins. So, you know, we start talking in the conversation and he's like, would you like to go? I'm like, oh my God, I can't afford. So anyway, I shared the conversation with him and two days after, he called me and he said, I bought a ticket for you. So you're going to get ready because you're going to go to see Tony. <laughs> and for me, it was just like, no, no, no. I no, I can't pay for this. And he's like, I'm not asking you to pay me back. This is a gift. So that was probably the best gift that I ever received in my life because it literally changed my life. It changed my daughter's life and it changed everybody around me. You know, like... Um, my friends were, were changed for this, like my family, like and all these amazing clients that I have, like their life were transformed because of that. But of course, that was not enough. You know, you always need to keep doing something. It's like going to the gym. You go to the gym, you have a perfect body, but then you start going to the gym and then you go back to 
your whole body, you know, your, your muscles, everything. You need to keep training yourself. And that's something that for me, again, it took me a time to understand that. Um, because for me, I remember going to school, you know, to have fun. I remember being in high school to have fun. I went to university and had my degree, but then it was just like, okay, that's it. And then you realize in life, it's never that's it. You always need to have more, um, whatever it is that you want. You always, it's like, you know, finding the right man for you. I'm, I'm sure you talk about this with your clients. It's not that you find the right man and that's it. Okay, you need to keep working. You need to keep watering the plant, right? If a plant won't grow unless you keep putting some water in it. Yeah, that, so, that's gold right there. I want to do a commercial yeah. break because you said something else that is a little bit of a side note. So I'm going to step, I'm going to take one step sideways. You talked about this gentleman and he gave you a gift. And I know, you know, a ticket to Tony Robbins is, you know, it's not chump change. It's definitely a good amount of money. Mm-hmm. But that gift you said, what the ripple effect was, it changed your life, your daughter's life, your family's life, your colleague's life, you have friends now, you know, people like you and I, you know, that ripple yes. goes on and on. So just yes. mention the word contribution, you know, especially in, in from learnings from the Tony world, contribution is a huge part of a human need. Mm-hmm. And just looking at all of us, if we took the, the opportunity to, to do, give from our scarcity, and give somebody or give from your abundance and give and contribute could change a life. And I just think that part is so beautiful that I didn't want to sweep that under the carpet because it did change your life. And, you know, I get to know the beautiful person you are today. And I'm just so, I'm excited for you. I'm excited to where you're going too. So here you are, you've gotten this company now what? So you're there, you walk in, we've heard it changed your life, but how'd you go from entry level to, to Lola, top salesperson in the company? Well, well, first, uh, I went from being a participant to then start working in the company. And that, and that for me was a very important journey. First, I made a promise to myself that I was going to pay forward the gift, which I did. You know, once I had the money, I did the same for a friend of mine that she couldn't afford. So I did that um, because you just mentioned contribution is super important. I always say to people, like, you always, you need to be doing that whether it's your time, your money, something, something. It doesn't have to be necessarily money. People sometimes say, well, I don't have any money. You can also contribute your time, your support for a friend or somebody. So important. Uh, yeah, we can't important. that. In a best self journey, contribution rates really high. So uh-huh. everybody's best self journey, I hope there's an abundant amount of contribution because it really is beautiful. Yes. Uh, so I want to share something else with you because I, I don't think you know this story. Uh, I'm going to be fast. I know that we have a lot of things to if talk. If it's a good story, you can keep going. Okay. Okay. So um, anyway, I went to Tony Robbins, right? It changed my life. So I started going a little bit better, a little bit better, you know, like things. So then um, I went back. I did, I did the event twice, right? But I didn't have the money to do anything else. And I wanted to do more for his uh, mass university. So at that moment, I, I was living in Jersey City, in downtown Jersey City. I was living in, a, in an apartment where it had like super, super old apartment, typical, you know, New York, New Jersey, old apartment with a lot of things going on. So one day they got an inspection from the government or, or the city, and they find out that the building had a lot of violations, right? And I'm saying this because it's a very important piece. I didn't know the, the, the apartment was supposed to be a rent control apartment. 
So I was not paying rent control rent. I was paying, I was paying cheaper than the average, but I was still paying more. So long story short, without getting into those details, what they did is like they had to pay all these fines and they couldn't pay us back the money that they overcharged us. But basically what they did is that I lived there for like eight months without paying rent because I overpay according to the government. So those eight months made me a cushion to get some money, right? What they did right away is like they they sold the building. So the new company that came uh, it was a company to, you know, to do all, you know, like recycling the whole apartments. They offered us money to leave so they can renovate and sell it for like a fancy, you know, downtown Jersey City price. So I remember, and again, I'm being super brief here. They offered me $10,000 to leave the apartment. And guess how much money was the Master University with Tony Robbins? It was $10,000. So... I went to an event as a volunteer because I didn't have more money to, to keep paying for events. And I went to the event and I was just like, something inside of me, I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think about it. Something inside of me is like, I need more. If I wanna have more in my life, I need more. And I always compared this very easy, like when you go to the casino with $1, you make make 100, 1,000. When you go to the casino with a million, you will get, a lot of millions. So when you want, I mean, or or nothing probably, but my point is like people understand that better. When I say you need to invest in yourself, people had a lot of resistance to invest in themselves. They don't have any problem to get the new Apple watch or the, you know, the cell phone, 3 million X, Y, Z, whatever the new iPhone that is. People have no problem being online and overnight to get a cell phone. But when it's about investing in yourself, there is more resistance, right? So for me, I knew that I needed to do something more. And I knew that it could, I, w- I was gonna make it probably, but it was gonna take me 20, 30 years. And I didn't have time. I'm like, I need to do this right now. I need help from somebody that knows and already did it. So I went, I remember just being like moved from, I don't even know how, I went to the front, I went to the desk and I signed up for my master university. And it was just like, what did I do, right? And I paid the only $10,000 that I had. Of course, I was called irresponsible. My friends were like, I can't believe you don't even have a car and you're paying this. And I was just like, I don't want a car. I don't need a car. I'm I'm like, a car is, yeah, it's going to bring me some places, but I wanted a change in my life. So I also learned through this journey that people do what they can with the resources that they have. And when my friends, my loved ones were calling me crazy, irresponsible, it was their fears. It was their own fears. And, you know, sometimes in life, you need to take a leap of faith. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was also like, like scared. I was also like, oh my God, what did I do? Maybe this was a mistake. And a lot of time, a lot of times I call my rep at the moment, which he is amazing. Um, and I will be like, no, I think I made a mistake. And he will be talking to me and he will be like engaging with me. And he will be like bringing me up. Like, okay, what is the reason that you, what do you really want in your life? And I will be like, okay, okay, no, no, this is a good thing. But I'm, this is a brief story, but I'm telling you like God or whoever you believe gave me, I never knew that the, 
apartment that I was living had so many violations. I never knew that there was somebody could even offer me money in a legal way. That this is something that I didn't even know. You know, I, I remember talking to a lawyer. I was like, oh no, no, this is nothing. You know, like people will pay you out. So okay, they give you money, you leave the apartment. Um, which for me was just like, okay, I'm gonna leave the apartment, but where am I going now? You know, the rent will be super high now. And I knew, I knew inside of myself that that was the right thing to do. That was an investment and the rest is a story. It because really no different than the $100 that you turned into the 300, which turned into the thousand. It's no different. And all the chaos, confusion and naysayers, you had to block that out and you had to yes. your why. It's no different, which I love that you shared almost the same exact principles because it, it is really transferable to all of us. How many of us are listening to the naysayers? How many of uh -huh. us are listening to the chaos and the confusion of the circumstances, forgetting about their why, forgetting about the passion and giving up on the dream and letting that voice and, and the desires inside of you die. And that's why I think your story is beautiful. And I, the only thing I wanna hear in, in closing here and so here you go, you're at Master University, which, you know, I know, I just, I know how amazing that is. So how do you go from Master University, close the gap for us, Master University to top, top salesman? Okay, so, so I, I knew that, like I said, that I needed to continue educate myself. So I was doing at least one event a year, I was volunteer, and then as I'm point, I'm like, I just want to do this for a living. I know that I love this, why not to get paid, you know? So um, I literally, I applied to work and I got hired. It was a hard process to get, you know, to get hired, but there's no secret. When people ask me, how do you do? I'm like, I just send my resume and I insist, I follow up and I got into the company. So when I got into the company, I didn't get into this position. I got into another one where my boss told me in the interview, this is a stepping stone, you know, like I'm just getting my feet inside the company. And then again, I'm like, okay, I'm in the company. I want more, you know? So, um, sure. so I, yeah, so I'm like, I, I start showing signs that I'm talking to my boss. That I wanna, th that position was a salary position, but it was a very low salary. So I knew that I wanted to make more money. And I start. I'm like, listen, I'm good at this. I'm good. I talk to people. I already did all the events. I can share my story. I can share what I know about the events. Why not start working in that position? So they gave me a promotion after a year and a half, they gave me a promotion. Um, and of course, you know, I'm not gonna lie, you know, if my, my peers watch this, is that it was the, I was the Rocky, I was the dreamer in the team because I wanted to change things. I wanted to change people's lives and I wanted to do more. And we're like, oh, you know, you're too new, you will see. But for me, it's like, I know that there is more. There is always something else. So um, the first year, I'm going to share this with you, the first year that I worked in the company in the other position, I won the platinum player of the year, which is the highest prize in your department, right? And it was um, unanimous, like every, like we all vote for a person and I won that platinum player. So I was just like, ooh, and I'm not saying this to be showing off. It was for me like a recognition, like I'm doing something good. I'm doing the right thing. So then the second year came and, you know, again, at the end of the year, we all voted for a person and I was in transition between that position and the new position that I was. So I was like, I'm not going to win again. I'm, I, I just won last year. That's it. So here I get second year, I get again, 
the Platinum Player of the Year. And I was just like, oh my God, in, in the new department. So, you know, for me, it was just like, at first I didn't share these things because I didn't want people to believe that I was like, like I said, showing off, you know, like, oh, she's so snow. But it was just like, wait a minute, this is a recognition from my team, from my peers. So I'm doing something good. Then the third year came. <laughs> And I was just like, okay, enough, enough. So instead of winning the platinum player, um, the platinum player of my team, I got recognized by Tony for the platinum player of the whole company. So each department has one platinum player, and then the whole company has one that is picked by Tony. And of course, Tony and all the executive team, you know, they all decide. So for me, it was just like, I remember, oh my God, I cried so bad because I just couldn't believe that it was more for me. So I was just like three years in a row. I'm like, oh my God, um, that gave me more enthusiasm, you know, like, and this is something that I, when I talk to business owners, I talk to them like, you need to take care of your people. You need to encourage them to do more. For me, that was just like, I'm doing the right thing, you know, the recognition from, you know, the company, my clients, you know, my peers. So, like I said, I always knew that I wanted more. I wanted more. And my position is a position that you work, you make money. You don't work, you don't make money. You know, it's up to you. Uh, but for me, it gave me fulfillment to be talking to people. Uh, I'm not a pushy person. So I think one of the things that always I stand out is that I'm not going to push you. If you don't buy something, somebody else is going to buy it. I do believe in the product. And I am you 10 years ago when the people, you know, come into the company. I am these people. I am these people 10 years ago, 12 years ago. So I know what they're going through. So I have no problem supporting them. Of course, you know, applying everything that Tony teaches. I, without knowing, without realizing, I become a top producer because I apply what he teaches, you know, I always look for things to give more to my clients, you know, since you said like, when I give you my cell phone, for me, it's just like, oh, I just give you my cell phone, you know, it's not a big deal. But then I do know some of my peers that don't share their cell phone with the clients. So I'm always looking for things for more into my life, but also into my client's life to make them feel like content, you know, if they're, if I'm talking to my Spanish clients, which I deal with a lot of Latin America, they have so much uncertainty. They don't even speak the language and this and that. So I always try to make things easier for them. I don't babysit them because I think that is a mistake as well. And, and if I had to say, if I, if I had to be harsh with somebody, I will, because I don't like to babysit people and babysitting would help them. But, um, I just work, 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 work. I think my, my first year, I don't think I ever had a day off, you know, probably the first year, year and a half or more. I don't think I ever had a day off. I would work, 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 be available 24 seven, which it could be tricky as well, you know, and I always say you need also to set your boundaries because you need to dedicate your time for yourself, for your family. Um, but the secret was that, you know, I will do whatever it takes whatever it takes and to walk the talk, especially that I will never tell you to do something that I haven't done or that I have not believed that it works. So um, that is the secret, you know? 
have to share that, you know, obviously I didn't know any of this backstory as much as, you know, we've kept in touch, we talk. Um, I don't know any of this story. So I, I have to tell you, I'm not surprised by any of it. <laughs> it really did elude from you from the time that we met. And that's why I think that you and I, I have such loyalty towards mm -hmm. you within the company and that no matter what, if I was going to step into the Tony Robbins world, you are the, the person that I would uh, speak to. But in closing, you know, again, what you just revealed prior to us jumping onto this, this podcast before the recording, um, you mentioned that you were mentoring people now on your own. And, you know, that's something I didn't know either. So I just, I want to just touch on that for a second. In conclusion, um, you know, I believe that there's billions of people in the world and I'd love to, to coach them on mindset, best self journey on a relationship that's long lasting and healthy and to love yourself first. But you're also doing amazing things and mentoring people. So can you give us a one minute summary of what, that mentoring is, and if people wanted to get in touch with you, Lola, how they how can oh, they thank you. Yes, absolutely. What I'm doing is especially for business and people that they are entrepreneurs or people that have great idea and they don't know how to start. Uh, people always like ask me, how are you doing so good in sales? So I'm sharing my knowledge, whether applied to you or not. I mean, pretty much like I try to people like, okay, I don't have the final answer, but this is what I did. If you wanna, if you ask me, this is what I did. If you apply, you can also succeed. So I'm mentoring people in that, like how to start from nothing and go to the top. So and would it be a startup company? Or are you talking about, you know, a $50 million company? Like give, give, give the audience a, a framework of what you're talking about, who you work with. Who is your target audience? Right now, what I'm doing, like the people that I'm mentoring, is like it's a one-on-one. -on -one. I do have a group that is gonna start, also like a six people, like it's a mastermind group. Uh, but pretty much, it's people like me, ten years ago, people that they they may be in a stuck situation in their life. That doesn't mean that they don't have any money. They're just stuck. They know that there is more in life, and they don't know how to get it. So uh, that's what I'm doing. I'm sharing. Okay, how can you get to where you want to be? Excellent. Like with tools, strategies, sharing things, sharing stories. Um, I'm working together. I'm like I said before, I'm holding your hand and we're working together because your success is also my success, right? Love it. I love it. Yeah. And you'll give a gem revealed listener a really great deal. Yes. Yes. Of course. Of course. Yes. Absolutely. It will be my pleasure. Yes. Lula, yes. this um, I, I'm totally blown away by the story. I loved it. Um, you just show up so big. You're such a rock star. You bring such a smile to my face. I can't wait to get to see you again and hug you. And yeah. uh, yes, you you have been phenomenal. You fired me up. Uh, you know, I just I love hearing your voice and uh, thank you for oh. sharing your journey and your authentic journey. Thank you. You're thank you. Here. Thank you for having me here. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, you have all my information. If you want to share with your audience where they can find me, I have my cell phone, of course, you know, you know, yes, that. she gives out her cell phone. Yes. Um, but yes, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. It means a lot to me. I really, really appreciate it. So well, thank you. Thank you. We love you. And thank you for spending some time with Gemma Reels. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Gem Revealed's podcast, Discover Your Soulmate. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. We really value your opinion, so please feel free to send us your question, comments, or feedback. 
you can email us at info at You can also find out more about Gem Revealed services by visiting gemrevealed.com. I'll see you next time as we discover your soulmate.